Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Jeff Darwin of the Secret Service had disappeared while on his way to check details of highly secret plans for the fortification of the western frontier. His disappearance started the biggest manhunt the West had ever known. Scouts, lawmen, frontiersmen, and special agents sought a man who answered Jeff Darwin's description. But of these, only a trusted few, including the Lone Ranger, knew why he was wanted. Darwin had survived the attack of Aaron York's men, but had lost the secret plans. Ashamed and grim, Darwin hid his identity behind a beard and an assumed name. He was determined to recover the plans or let the world forever think him dead. Aaron York was an opportunist, masking his freeboot activities with a respectable front and an office in Prairie Bend. Behind locked doors, he showed the plans to his right-hand man. There they are, Blandon. These are the written details, and these are the pencil sketches my men found on Darwin. Hmm. None of it makes any sense. 
These sketches might mean anything. The writing is just a jumble of words. That's what I told you. Yeah, you was right, Mr. York. As this stuff stands, it's worthless. Decoded, I can sell it for a fortune to another nation. But if Washington knows the plans are stolen, won't they change the fortifications? No, because as soon as I get them decoded, I'll see that the Secret Service recovers the plans. Washington will never know that they've been copied. Uh, I see. And I better put them back in my desk. You think Jeff Darwin knows the code, huh? Of course he does. That's why I want him. He'd be my prisoner right now if it wasn't for my confounded bad luck. That ain't all been bad, Mr. York. It was good luck that you learned about the Lone Ranger being here in Prairie Bend to find Darwin. Ah, look what happened. I knew the Lone Ranger was looking for the trail of Darwin's piebald horse. I sent men with that horse to lead him on a wild goose chase to Mexico. And instead of the Lone Ranger, Jeff Darwin found the trail and followed it. But you got that Indian Tano and the kid to go after Darwin. They think he's a crook named Jefferson. Blandon, don't be a fool. Huh? Have you forgotten the new marshal, Smiley Royson? And that Secret Service man here in town? Baker? Yes. After we shot and killed the Lone Ranger, they followed our tracks to my ranch. They knew they were on the tracks of the murders. I had to give them a story about the killer stealing fresh horses from me. Yeah, that's so. Royson and Baker will go after Dan and that Indian, thinking that they're the ones that killed the Lone Ranger. They can't prove they're innocent. No, but what if they compare notes? What if the Indian describes the man he's after? And Royson realizes that Mr. Jefferson is really Jeff Darwin. Hey, if that happens... that happens, we'll have to move fast. I've got to get Darwin before the Secret Service men find him. Yeah. Uh, I'll lock my desk. What are we going to do, York? Get out to my ranch and get the men ready for action in case we need them. Right. If Royson and Baker locate Jeff Darwin, they've got to get the same as we gave the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger was not dead, as York and Blandon thought. It was the masked man who rode with Smiley Royson in place of the Secret Service agent, Baker. I'm no hand at following tracks, and Baker ain't no better. Tell me where you lost them, Smiley. I will. It's long here somewhere. I'm downright sorry me and Baker had to give up. It's all right. You did a good job following the trail as far as York's ranch. If I hadn't to go back to town and get you, we wouldn't have lost so much time. Them ornery killers have got a good start on us by this time. It'll be worthwhile getting them, Smiley. Yeah, it sure will. Whoever they are, they have the plans we want. Nizer has those plans when he was shot. The critters that shot him have got him now. I think Nizer did have the plans. If he did, then it shows that a gang got Jeff Darwin. Yes. And Nizer double-crossed his own gang. He disguised himself to look like you and tried to make a deal for the plans. That's it, Smiley. His gang got wind of it and shot him. Thinking they shot me. Yeah. Nicer dessert, what he got, the buzzard. He was on the other... Uh, just a second, now, rain up. Oh, Silver, oh, boy. Oh, oh, Easy. Steady there. It's right along here that them tracks petered out. <clears throat> now, let me have a look close at the ground. York told you the killer stole horses from him, huh? Yeah, and left their own horses at his place. Because the killer's horses were tired? Well, that's what York told me. I see. Here, here's the tracks. Steady, big fella. <clears throat> Good. Steady there, Silver. Easy. See? See the two tracks of two horses as clear as anything right here. Then they disappear on the rocky ground. Let me examine them so I'll know them again. Several tracks here, but the ones we want are on the top. I see. Now, this is where me and Baker rode. Smiley, which tracks were you following? These, right here. You say these are the tracks that are supposed to have been made by the murderers? Yeah. 
Them's the tracks we followed from York's ranch where the killers changed horses. But are you sure? Dead sure. The critters that made them tracks had got the plans. They took off a Nizer's dead body. Just a minute. What's the matter? Yeah, that can't be a mistake. No other horses wear shoes like these. What are you saying? Smiley, these tracks were made by Scout and Victor. What? The only ones who can ride those horses are Dan and Tonto. You mean... It was Dan and Tonto who rode south from York's ranch. But York said... York that... told you they were the murderers. York lied. But, but great day, I why... I thought would... it was strange when you said the horses grew tired on the short trip to York's ranch. By thunder. Get your horse. Right. Are we going after Dan and Tonto? No. We're going to call on York. <clears throat> He's likely at his office in Prairie Bend. Steady, big fella. That's where we're going. Come on, Silver. Get up. Dan Reed and Tonto were in Mexico. They reined up sharply as they saw on the trail ahead a campfire. Oh, Victor. Oh, fella. Oh, oh, fella. Solitary man beside the fire didn't see or hear the Indian and the Lone Ranger's nephew, but both knew that it was the man they called Mr. Jefferson. That's the man, Tonto. There's no doubt about it. Ah. And now we ask him plenty questions. What do you think about him? Me not know, Dan. Maybe him good fella like Thundercloud say, and maybe crook like York say. We soon know. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Victor. Neither Dan nor Tonto knew that this bearded man was in reality Jeff Darwin, the secret service man for whom the nation sought. Mr. Jefferson? Oh, Scott, oh, oh, boy. Oh, Victor. Oh, 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 Dan, Tonto. Uh, uh, we follow you long way, Jeff. We sure have, Mr. Jefferson. Followed me? But, but why? Fella, tell us you crook. Him say we get big reward if we bring you back. Who said that? Fella name York. Oh, Aaron York. Has an office in the bend. That's right. So, uh, you've come to take me back to him? But Chief Thundercloud say you not crook. I see. Well, that was mighty nice of Thundercloud. What do you think, Tonto? Well, you run away, leave Dan and me. Tonto, I know you both tried to help me. But I told you that I was looking for one man. I had to meet him alone. That's right. Well... What are you going to do? You found me. Uh, Jeff, you got stew over campfire. Yes, I was just going to grab a little food. Well, maybe you got enough split three-way, huh? Well, yes, yes, of course. Get your cups from your saddlebags. I've got a couple of extra spoons here. You bet. Golly, I'm starved. Leave horse here, Dan. All right. Sit right down over here. Uh, Help yourself. Here. Just dip right in. Uh, you go first, Dan. You bet I will. Uh, Jefferson, Thundercloud wants Lone Ranger help you. You, uh, you explained that he was busy, Tonto. You and Dan have been mighty fine to me. Oh, uh, Thundercloud not ask Lone Ranger to help Crook. Mm. Why did you chase me? I thought you planned to take me back to Aaron York. Maybe you got more to say, huh? Well, I wonder. Tonto... Do you know who the Lone Ranger's trying to find? No. Me not know. Him not say. It's secret. He's looking for the same man that Smiley Royson and countless others are trying to find. A Secret Service man named Jeff Darwin. What did Darwin do? 
I'm afraid the government suspects him of turning traitor. Golly, if they catch him, he'll hang. I don't know. You see, I am Jeff Darwin. Huh? You! Oh, golly. Well, Tonto? Thundercloud say you're not crook. Thanks. I'm going to give you the details. You see, I was given some highly secret plans for the fortification of the western frontier. I had to ride a horse west of Parker's Bend. Huh? It was a piebald. I've already told you how men attacked me at night on the bank of the river. Ah, one fellow named Neiser. Yes. They stole everything, including my horse and and those secret plans. They left me for dead. You know the story from there. Yes, Thundercloud's men found you and nursed you back to health. Then Thundercloud sent for us to help you. You see, I'd sooner let the world think I'm dead than face the disgrace of losing those plans. Well, we nearly got Neiser. We followed his tracks to that cave... Then you remember how I asked you to let me leave the other end of that long cave alone? Uh-huh. Yes. When we came out of the cave, we learned that you'd ridden away to the south. That's right. And that's when York say you crook. I wonder why York said that. Me not know. Well, I'll tell you why I rode away in such a hurry, Tonto. I'm following the trail of a piebald horse. You mean... The horse that was stolen from me at the same time the plans were taken. Golly. I saw the horse's tracks, and I met a man who described the horse. It's my horse, all right. Now, where tracks a horse? Right over there, Tonto. There are two horses. The one on the left is the piebald. Ah, me take a look. Tonto went in the direction indicated by Jeff, moving slowly and carefully scrutinizing the ground for the tracks Jeff said were there. After a short time, he found the tracks of two horses... Close study revealed facts to the Indian which had escaped the notice of the Secret Service man. With a grunt of satisfaction, Tonto turned and with quick steps started back to the campfire where Jeff and Dan were eating and talking. Those riders can answer some questions I want to ask. Then all this time the Lone Ranger's been trying to find you and you've been with us. Well, I didn't know at first, Dan, who the Lone Ranger was looking for. Jefferson. What is it? You not eat anymore. What? Leave rest to food. Put water on fire. Here, me fix it. Why, Tonto, There's no time to eat now. You near end a trail. Near the end? Feller on piebald horse, pass here a few minutes ahead of you. Are you sure? Grass still bend down. You get to saddle. We ride fast. Catch piebald pl- plenty quick. Come on, then. Here, Victor. Steady there. You go ahead. Steady I'll catch you. Uh, get to saddle quick. All right, I'm ready. Take the lead, Tonto. Show me the way to that piebald horse. Get him up, scout. Get up there. Come on, Victor. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. Tonto and Dan Reed rode with Jeff Darwin on the trail of the piebald horse. Darwin knew it was the horse had been stolen from him by the same thieves that took the secret plans. Aaron York had sent two of his men, Baudry and Smitty, to ride into Mexico in the hope of luring the lone ranger on a false track. We've done all right so far, Smitty. Yeah, but this one thing bothers me, Baudry. What's that? What if that lone ranger catches up with us? What if he does? He wants Jeff Darwin, not us. Well, that horse will ride. Well, what about it? 
He can suspect this was Darwin's horse. He can know it, but what can he do? Ain't he been made a special agent by the government? I understand he has. Well, that means he's got to act official. He can't do anything that ain't official, such as trying to arrest us outside the United States. That's so. This is Mexico. Sure it is. And the United States laws don't mean a thing this side of the border. That's why York lives handy to the border. Now, do you savvy? Why, sure. The Lone Ranger can't do a thing to us, even if he does catch us. Now, rain up a minute. Whoa, there. Whoa, Whoa. easy. Whoa. What is it? Well, from here we can see a long ways back. We'll scan the valley and see if this... I see three horsemen. Hey, one of them horses is white. Would that be the Lone Ranger? I don't know. I can't make out the riders. Yeah, they're coming fast, mighty fast. Look at the dust trail back of them. One horse looks like a paint. One is. Can you make out the faces yet, Baudry? Not quite. I can tell one thing, though. The Lone Ranger ain't one of them three. He ain't? The rider of the paint horse is an Indian. Say, Smitty. This is a fine kettle of fish. What's the matter? Those men are following our trail all right enough. One of them is Jeff Darwin. Darwin? You mean to say that the man that York wants so bad is here in Mexico? There he is, riding right up to meet us. Uh, then he must have found the trail of the piebald instead of the Lone Ranger. Must have. I don't know how it happened, but the facts are there. But hold on, Smitty. This is good. Ain't York looking for Darwin? Sure. All right. We'll take Darwin right back to York. Uh, there's three of them against two, and that engine We is ain't going to fight... You just leave it to me. I got a slick scheme. It better be mighty slick. It is. Now you just follow my lead in anything I say. Savvy that? Sure. I'll have Darwin eating right out of my hand. Right where you are. He's yelling at you. Sure he is. I'm riding his horse. I've got a gun on you. I'll make a move. Lift your hand, shoulder high, Smitty. Right. Oh, 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 Looks like I've got the man I want. You know who I am? Strange. I don't know nothing about it. What's the idea of storming up to a couple of harmless gents like that? Is this a stick-up? It's no stick-up. You're riding my horse. Now, hold on, stranger. This here is my horse. Oh, it is, huh? Where did you get it? I bought it for cash money and a straight deal. Shucks, I ain't had the critter but a couple of days. Where did you buy it? Now, see here, I ain't called on to answer your questions. I bought it from a downright honorable gent. I didn't buy it from no horse thief. That's why I know it ain't your beast. If there's a partly healed cut on the left shoulder, the horse is one that was stolen from me. Well, take a look. Say, Smitty... There is a cut on the critter's shoulder. There's the cut? Do you reckon that gent deals in stolen horses? I don't know. He seemed downright honest. Important man, too. Maybe I shouldn't have told him he was riding south. It tempted him to sell us... Where stolen... did you buy this horse? Why, just north of the border. Not more than ten miles north. Maybe less than that. From whom? Uh, what was his name, Smitty? Let me see. York. That's it. Aaron York. I... That's the man who... York, say, look here. If he sold me stolen horse flesh, I'm going back and call him on it. I got a right to get my money back. If you can prove that the horse was stolen from you. We're all going back to call on Aaron York. Tondo, I thought it was strange that he sent you after me. What was that, mister? Never mind. Let's start back. We'll see what Aaron York has to say. You bet we will. Come on, Smitty. Get him up. Get him up. Ranger and Smiley Royson had reached Prairie Bend and were heading for the office of Aaron York, knowing he would be there sooner or later. Meanwhile, York was in his ranch house several miles south of town. He and Blandon saw the five approaching horsemen. They didn't understand the situation, but they were armed, backed by other gunmen, and prepared for anything. They saw the riders rein up. Oh, 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 oh
There's York's house right there. Over yonder is the stable where he had this piebald horse. All right, dismount. We'd better all go. York's likely to want to argue this point. Uh-huh. That's right. Good idea. Dan, there's no need for you to go. Well, the more we have, the more likely he is to be reasonable. All right. <laughs> Come on, Smitty. I'm with you. Maybe uh, you better do the talking, seeing as how it's your horse. I'll do the talking, all right. I'll have quite a few things to say. Maybe you better hand your gun to me. What? You too, Injun. Hey, wh- what's this? Come on, hand them over. You heard what Bodry told you. Say, what? York the... wants you, Jeff Darwin. Fact is, he needs you. That's it. Come on, Blanton. I'm with you, York. Now keep him covered. How'd you do it, Bodie? I tricked him. So you're you're Aaron York's man? Sure I am. And so was Nizer before he got big ideas. Nizer worked for you? <laughs> you're not so smart, huh, Darwin? Maybe you didn't recognize Bodry. Well, <laughs> he didn't, boss. Darwin, I was with Nizer when he got you on Moccasin River. <laughs> How do you like that? You were. Get him inside. Take him into the house. Now we're in the clear, Blandon. Sure are. Well, these critters prisoners and the Lone Ranger dead. Why? What's that? The Lone Ranger? Get to the house. Hurry it up. Did, did you say the Lone Ranger was dead? He isn't. Someone just like him is. Huh, <laughs> <laughs> Blandon? That's right. <laughs> Take him to the room at the end of the hall. It's got the strongest door and it's just about soundproof. <laughs> Know why we want a soundproof room, gents? I bet I know, boss. You want Darwin to do something for you. It might take some rough treatment to get it, huh? <laughs> that's it, Baudry. <laughs> yes, sir, that's it. Uh, Jake, Pete, get the rest of the boys. Bring them to the big room. We got Jeff Darwin. All right, we're coming, boss. <laughs> oh, oh, this is good. The whole government looking for Darwin, and he walks, and should I say he rides right up to my own man. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are. Ah, step right in there. All the fool, stupid things no. I ever... No, you're not to blame, Jeff. Go on, get in there. You too, kid. I am. There we are. Now, uh, bring some of those chairs over here, boys. Bring five of them. All right, boys. We'll put three strong chairs right in a row. Pete, you get a fire going in that fireplace. We'll warm this room up a little bit. I'll take care of it, York. Get some red-hot coals. If we find Mr. Darwin a little stubborn, we might find the coals handy to persuade him to do what we want. Just what do you want me to do? Oh, I think you can guess, Darwin. There's the chairs. Now sit down there. What if I don't? Oh, don't be brave, Darwin, or I'll make you see Tonto and the boys squirm before I go to work on you. Why, you... Sit down. Now, boys, close the shutters in those windows. All right, Make sure they're all bolted on the outside. Jake, you and Pete tend to that. I'm taking no chances, Darwin. Here's the ropes. Time to the chairs. See that you make them good and tight. Must have used this room before, York. Bolts on the outside <laughs> of the shutters. <laughs> this, Darwin, is my prison. I got all the guns, boss. Darwin, you already know that, uh, or at least you've guessed... That I have the plans that Baudry and Nizer took from you. Yes? I want those plans decoded. <laughs> what if I don't know how to decode them? Maybe the code is held by someone on the coast to whom I was taking the plans. You don't know the code. Tondo and Dan are going to suffer first. Then you. Don't tell them a thing, Mr. Darwin. Now that the Lone Ranger's dead, I don't care what happens. Him not make Darwin betray government, Dan. Only I have Jeff haven't... Darwin... 
You tell York to go to blazes. We'll see what he tells me. Boys, you needn't stay in the room with these three. Go out and lock the door on them. Let them realize how helpless their position is. I got to ride into town and get the plans for my office. Want me to go for you? No, I'll go myself. You get that fire going good, Blandon. And leave these three to watch what flames can do to hard wood. You know what I mean, Darwin? You coyote. <laughs> I'll be back inside an hour. If I'm not, Blandon, use your judgment. Delighted over the sudden turn of fortune, Aaron York rode into Prairie Bend. Who, fellow? Who? Stay now. He dismounted in front of his office, unlocked the door, and went inside. He didn't notice the man who followed close behind him. He stepped to his desk and unlocked the drawer. Here we are. <laughs> I'll soon have these plans decoded. All right, York, you're covered. You... Royce. Uh, I reckon them will be the government plans we want. Yeah, Royce. Pretty smart, huh? Just keep your hands on the desk and no tricks. I need no tricks, Royce. I don't think you'll take these plans when you hear what I have to say. Talk fast. Let me mention a few names. Dan Reed, Tonto, Jeff Darwin. You know them? What about them? They're at my house, Royson. And if I'm not there in half an hour with these papers and drawings, they'll all be shot. Why, you... And if there's any attempt to get them, my men have orders to put the first bullets through their heads. Now, what'll it be, Ryson? Will you sell those three lives for these pieces of paper? I'll make that decision. The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger has come face to face with York. What is the masked man's decision? What would you do in a situation like that? Why don't you try it? Decide what course of action you'd take, and then see if the Lone Ranger does the same thing. But whether you put yourself in the masked man's place or not, be sure to tune in to the next episode for the thrilling wind-up of the biggest of all manhunts.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>